Hey everyone, welcome to the Horror PSA presented by Scary Nerd, and as always, we are your hosts. I'm Paul. I'm Saul. And I'm Angie. The following is a public service announcement. An anthropologist goes to Haiti after hearing rumors about a drug used by black magic practitioners to turn people into zombies. We watched The Serpent in the Rainbow from Wes Craven from 1988. And man, uh, I love this movie. I'm going to say it right off the bat. I watched this as a kid, and I was probably 9 or 10 or whenever it came out. Yeah, this movie, I was like, this is an awesome movie. So I feel it's definitely undervalued, underappreciated. Saul, did you see this as well, a kid or as an adult? I saw this, what, a couple days ago when we decided <laughs> to watch this? Oh, yeah, that was your first watching, huh? That was my first watching it. And, Paul, I am on the complete opposite of with you, of you. I did not like this movie. All right. I did not care I did not care for this movie. <laughs> hey, I was... Saul, go, go get Kim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I was bored through this movie, honestly. Uh, see, I saw this as an adult. I saw it a couple of years ago. I never saw it as a kid. Um, it's a weird one, but it's definitely, it's more of Wes Craven's lore. He really digs into his lore here and his anthropology, like, interests. Because he, he goes back through the voodoo. He, uh, we'll get into the movie more. But yeah, this it's an interesting one. And it's definitely a thinker. This is a thinker horror. It's not a slash and grab, make him horny show him some guns and get him out the door see make him horny it was and i the one thing that i always got stuck in my head now ever since you've mentioned it is gore and lore if you give me both of those things then we got a good movie this one had a shit ton of lore and to the point where it just bored the hell out of me i'm like is there gonna be a point to what he's doing with like all this backstory with the voodoo and all this stuff i'm like okay there's got to be a point to it, and to me, I'm like, it just, I just lost it. I'm like, I'm, I'm bored. It's definitely a long walk to the, to the ending. <laughs> it's the scenic route yeah. throughout mean, you, the story. You expect there to be a showdown, and there kind of is at the end. But uh, I don't know. Okay, it's having watched this when I was a kid. I definitely loved like just the pure like terror and dread that this movie gives. And that's what it's big on. It's not big on gore. And you know what? Yeah. It probably would be a lot better and a little more well rounded, I think, if it had more gore. Um yeah. if this if they made this today, then oh yeah. Through yeah. the roof with gore mm-hmm. and like I think you could take it, you know, ten times, you know, amp up the pace with it and it'd be amazing today. But for being nineteen eighty eight, I mean I, I really love that for me, it is the nostalgia because it was a lot of, um, you know, it's it's late night and there's just like, I'm like, what the hell? What's voodoo about? Like, mm-hmm. I, this was probably one of the first movies that got, like, piqued my interest about voodoo and, like, I learned the things about voodoo, you know, through horror movies. So yeah. this was probably the first one that I was like, wait, what's voodoo? They can do what now? Because I'm pretty sure I probably had questions from my parents and grandparents. I'm like, did you know voodoo can do this shit? <laughs> Listen. You know I, where I got my crash course of voodoo? And you're going to laugh at me, the WWE, when Papa Shango showed up and he started doing voodoo <laughs> shit. I'm like, that is some scary shit. I don't want to deal with it because yeah. that shit looks well, real. Okay, well, see, then if that kid would have watched this movie back then, then yeah, you'd have been like, I ain't messing with that shit. <laughs> so the movie stars Bill Pullman as 
Dr. Dennis Allen, who's an anthropologist, or I don't know. Do they he's really an, say, he's he an says, anthropologist. He says yes. he is, but he I He is like, an anthropologist, which is what I wanted to be as a, a small child, but there's way too much school to be doing it's, that. It's grave robbing, basically, is what you're No. Yeah. Okay, because he literally robs like, someone's grave in this he fucking does, movie. He does. He does, but the study of anthropology is not grave robbing. They've come far, uh, okay? They've uh, come well, a long okay. way since then. In the 50s and also into the 80s, at least, if we've learned anything from movies, that Indiana Jones and uh, Dr. Dennis Allen are both grave robbers. Yes, they are. In the name of science. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, they are They are for sure in, in the name of science. But yeah, no, it's a, it's a huge letdown for those of us who chose to study history and anthropology when we find out that Indiana Jones is m- mostly full of shit. It's a major let down well hey this guy okay see that's the thing then maybe you're if you know if you're an anthropologist and you work for a pharmaceutical company then you can like, then, you, then you go into some deep <laughs> shit man like then apparently you like, get a free pass hey okay. money is a free pass in this okay, world because right off the bat he's in the fucking amazon and he's doing this and, and this whole this whole movie was based on a book so we i think angie read more about that so we can talk about that later yes but there's okay. a whole the guy that I'm assuming that you know Dennis Allen, whatever his character's name, the real guy who wrote the book about I forget his name, but Wade Davis. Wade Davis. So I'm like, I'm sure some of this is rooted somewhere, but I mean, who knows how much of it really happened or whatever? But yeah, right off the bat, he's like, you know, he's narrating the book basically, and he's saying like, there's a bad feeling in the air, and even my uh, helicopter pilot knows it, and then. He's there with the uh, the shaman or whatever, and he's like, "Here, take this." And like, also, I want you to drink this. And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, drink this. Like, Immediately goes on a trip. Immediately like, goes okay, on a I trip. Think, <laughs> I think you have to drink it though. You like, do. What if they choice, give you something, you have to drink that. Like, what choices he have? It's like, if I say no, like they're gonna fucking kill me. But if I drink they're this, gonna whoop who, your ass. Who knows what the fuck they're gonna eat? Hey, me. hey. Like, yeah. If, if there's a man who wants to give me free hallucinogens in the, in the forest, I might just take it. I'm not. I'm not above it. I, well, I, I, I would hope, like to be respectful <laughs> of their culture. You know, I'm all for respecting <laughs> other cultures, but I'm like, at what point am I? Like, are, are you like a vegetarian tribe? Or or are you, are you low on meat? Are you here? having like, fla- like, flashbags to hey, Green Inferno? Like, are you just trying to marinate me? Is that what's yeah, going it's, on? Yeah, it's, it's Brian. Here, drink this. Brian, drink yeah. this, Brian. It'll pa- <laughs> you'll pass out and then you'll be soft and good to go. I love when they show him on his trip where he's playing with his imaginary jaguar. <laughs> He's just playing in a field by himself. I know. I'm like, (laughs) and like, that was his spirit animal as we come to find, or at least, you know, um, Alfred says later in the movie that, you know, he found his spirit jaguar or whatever. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I'm like, what if he had like a a weird other spirit animal? I'm like, what if it was not like a jungle animal, you know? It was like Like, an octopus. Yeah. Like that. What are you going to do then? you're just suffocating with uh, like roots or something all over your face. And they're like, I do have to point out that Bill Pullman did all his own animal work in this movie. He actually did the jaguar, a viper, and the tarantula. Those were real animals, but they the IMDb trivia said that they were pretty tame because they were raised in captivity. So yeah, and the one tarantula. Well, you would hope the jaguar was right. <laughs> and the the one tarantula scene that I think they just put the spider on him, and it shows him later um, where the tarantula is crawling over his eye. But those yeah. were fake tarantula like, legs. The, the proportions for those <laughs> yeah. fake tarantula legs and the real one. I'm like, I know it's fake, but I'm like, still, it's too close to my eye. Like, no. I, I don't think I could do that. Yeah. Scene. And like, see, what I think Wes was doing with this film was trying to play on our own fears not so much trying to scare us by what was on the screen so much but just kind of 
plant little seeds in our head that would come back to scare us later. Like the needle in the eye thing. Like you don't oh, yeah. you don't think of it really because you're like that man's dead, right? Yeah. But then yeah. later you figure out that he's not dead. He felt all these things. You're like, ah, oh, like right in the I eye. Think, you know, even seeing it, you know, like just even seeing the movie and like them poking the needle in the eye, like, yep, he's dead. I'm like, I don't think that's an actual medical procedure, but shit, that ugh, I don't even want to see that. And I think the big thing for him in this movie, and much like Elm Street, I really feel like he was like, these things can attack you and get you in places that you don't think normally you were, you're vulnerable in those places, yeah. right? You're, yeah. you're vulnerable in your dreams, you know, obviously, and this thing can come get you. And it's like, it's piling on more and more. I think, I think he was really going for like a, a sense of like just that longing, like dread and yeah. like just fear. And like he's putting the terror into it more than just being like a straight out slasher. Yeah, because there, there's definitely a lot of themes in this that is just like human fear a lot um, throughout this whole thing. And um, I mean, come on, being buried alive. Being buried and, alive. And, you know, being yeah. able to watch it and everything and not. But even just like getting eaten by the ground when he's on his trip and like the ground opens up and all these people just yeah. like when they pull him down, like that's some creepy shit. And then his pilot's just dead. Like why I is know, his I, pilot dead? I <laughs> love that when he they pull him into the ground, he's just going through all those those arms coming at him. Like, yeah. I love that. That's such a cool practical effect that mm-hmm. they pulled off. And, and Wes like, loves that kind of yeah. dreamy in- imagery he's always used that yeah that's why i feel there's a lot of like back and forth between like a comparison between here and you know his first nightmare and things and i think he really kind of like was taking those themes and adding you know the voodoo element and going further with them yeah but his well, uh, i will tell you this one thing i will never look at a torture chair the same way again <laughs> yes oh <laughs> let's get back to his trip because i have questions on how he got out of the country after his pilot just up and died that's some white trip I know, privilege like, where, there where the hell are you gonna walk and okay well as we learn no, he, he's still high and he follows that jaguar out of the jungle <laughs> okay it's his, yeah, it's his jaguar, uh, let him out. it's his spirit his animal. high jaguar friend let him hey, out of the jungle. it worked man <laughs> i love that because he just sees it's all mystically and i'm like this, this I know, dude's like, just fucking high he's just in the fucking jungle <laughs> and it's like he sees it run that way and it's like all right i guess i'm gonna follow that instead now instead of chasing the dragon he chased the jaguar yeah, the he's jaguar just saved him out there tripping balls following mystical jaguars through the jungle i know and even when he gets to that dirt road he's still like fucking like hysterical and like he's half, hysterical like, a over. lot of times throughout this i know film. like <laughs> i hope they are paying this guy a shitload of money like i like like ridiculous amounts to where it's like, all right, you just own like twelve percent of the pharmaceutical company now because you brought back the zombie drug, <laughs> right? Like, he just he does always have just a massive amount of cash on him for some reason. Hey, it's yeah, like, it's uh, it's like uh, in the stuff, man. The corporate saboteurs. And like, we need to get this drug before hey, got a bunch of money. It's yeah. Congo, man. We need to get this drug before anyone else can get it. It's the same principle. Oh, but then yeah. we find out that there's zombies in Haiti and the pharmaceutical company wants in. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, you've been back for two weeks after nearly dying in the fucking jungle after, I don't know, did that whole tribe die or I did they no just, clue. like, they left or what? Like, they killed the pilot and they just fucking They left. said nothing about it after they the They conveniently left his they pack there with, with his magic soup that he had to make mm-hmm. with the, the shaman or whatever, but... Yeah, he's home for two fucking weeks, and he's like, all right, you're going to pay me how much to go to the fucking Haiti? I will be in your boardroom tomorrow morning. Thank you. I I'll- love, And I love how when he gets to Haiti, he's like, I still feel that dark spirit following me. I'm like, it yeah. could just be the civil war that's going on in Haiti. I, I don't know. know. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of shit. <laughs> I know, and it's funny that the whole time they're like... 
like when she talks, he talks to the doctor, Marielle Duchamp, or whatever. Yes. I don't know how you say her name, but he starts talking to the doctor, and like she sees the uh, the secret police or whatever the fuck they are, like yeah. in the background. Over, she's like, "Let's go talk inside." I'm like, "Do you think that there's anywhere in this fucking mm-hmm. country that he's not going to be noticeable amongst all of you?" You know, he's a white dude with like a an 80s bowl haircut. I know. Like, like, even his skin color. Even when they go to the club later at night and they're seeing them, like there's like three other white people mm-hmm. and that's it. That's the whole yes. island. There's four white people. There's and four like, tourists And it's like, okay, mm-hmm. follow the white guy. Which one? The one that's by himself. <laughs> okay. I love though that he's narrating like the first time he meets Dr. Duchamp. That's how he says it. Like, Duchamp. He's like, I didn't expect her to look like, uh, it's like, it's basically, he's like, I didn't expect her to be hot. Like, I was just yeah. expecting her to be ugly yeah. and nerdy well, doctor like, it's, like, in the it's, middle it's of Haiti. Some, uh, it's like some old guy in the, in Haiti you're thinking like, it's just an old doctor. Like, nope, she's young and hot. Mm-hmm. And then we meet Down our- Down to clown. Down to clown. Yeah, she is. We meet our first zombie, Marguerite. Who is crazy and cannot speak. But you see the senality. Is that what you say? And then they're in her eyes. Mm, she has the crazy eyes. She she reminded me, just the look of her reminded me of um, the tethered one in Us. Mm. The mom. Yeah. yeah. She looked very similar. Just, she yeah. had the hair. Yeah, yeah. It was the hair. really reminded me. Wait, of wait. Her. I think the one thing we do need to clarify before we go any further is these are not the zombies that we know. The zombie flesh eating ones. There's what the voodoo zombie, where it's just somebody who comes back from the dead and is kind of what in between. You, realms, you come back from the yeah. dead, technically, I and you're they, used yeah, to you're do soulless your now. evil bidding. Yeah. You have yeah. no soul, so yeah. they control they've, you and they can make you do stuff. You they've stolen your soul. You visit you so, visit yeah. people's dreams and you take Annabelle to meet them and while they're you know high off of that's something. That's not else. Annabelle. That's some voodoo princess. It's voodoo Annabelle. She's a voodoo princess. So yeah, and she's now in a doll. Prequel. Yeah, so mm. it's those type of zombies, not the Walking Dead, Resident Evil. Yeah, they're not going to eat those you. Zombies. They're just there yeah, to fuck up your you. dreams, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> they're evil dream zombies. And and possess your 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 boss's wife, I guess. Mm-hmm. And do the the government's bidding of Haiti. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of, of themes in this movie. There, there really is. Like, this is a. It's against it's against big government. It's against basically. big government, pharmaceuticals, yeah. it's against voodoo. This is what it, no, I wrote down, I'm like, okay, so you know how some like financial firms like back in the eighties and nineties used to hire like psychics to try and predict the, yeah. the stock market. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. so do you think big pharmaceutical companies after this was like, shit, we need to get some voodoo people on the payroll because if we can make this drug, no, for, they like, for sure were nothing. like people in like, the eighties no, were could, into whatever. Like, They're like, we have to research these crazy stories. <laughs> yeah. Like, all right, there's what in Haiti? Like we need to get this and market it right now. I want a zombie. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. We need a zombie. Oh, there's a zombie in some lab somewhere. There's some big pharmaceutical company that, has weird fucking shit like this and like imagine that like your first day you're an intern at a pharmaceutical company like who is that well that is Ungutu the voodoo tribe he's the voodoo guy it's our voodoo guy we have him on retainer here yeah I don't know some (laughs) weird stuff he gets paid more than both of us combined really yeah he does excellent work though what kind of work voodoo work I don't know you think Viagra works because it's the actual (laughs) drug (laughs) voodoo that's what our pharmaceutical that's what we're paying for is the actual voodoo rituals that need to be done (laughs) oh I love that there's one uh, there's one line that Lucien who they go to to help find the zombie 
says he says in Haiti there are secrets we keep even from ourselves. Like this guy is just yes. full of great one-liners, like very ominous one-liners throughout the whole film. But and very great of, one-liners, and none, of, and none of them help either. No, like, they're, they're not just, helpful at they're all. Just like what are you? No. You speaking in metaphors all the fucking mm-hmm. time. So, who did you guys think of when you first saw Lucien? What movie? Uh, I forget because I've seen he's been in everything, but I uh, Terminator. All I can think of was yeah, Terminator, the first one. That's he was the it. the cop. That's the only thing I can think of is like, oh, where's Arnold? It was, it was him and Lance Henriksen that were the, yeah. that were the two detectives mm-hmm, that yeah. talked to him. And Alfred was in it too. I know you talked about him earlier too, but I don't think I've really ever seen him in any other movie other than Batman as Alfred. So to see him in something else was a little odd to me. He's been in a million things. Man. Yeah, he was in Sleepy Hollow with he. He is like he is like this weird. He's part of that weird like British Rat Pack to where it's like, <laughs> like all of them like you know like um, was Cushing. he in Harry Potter? He had to have been in. Harry oh, I'm Potter. sure he was it. Well, he, he might every have been British. Dead. No, actor. I think he died in like. No, was he? Yeah, I don't oh, know. He boo. died in like the late '90s, I think. Yeah, he's been dead for a while, so. Well, he would have been yeah, in Harry he's Potter. Like Peter Cushing, <laughs> Vincent Price, like all those guys were like this weird British rat pack that like always hung they out were, with each other. Yeah. Like a weird dark British rat pack. Like dark <laughs> movies. <laughs> oh, and I love I love how when they're at his club, the doctor gets possessed and starts dancing. And then again he has one of those lines, he's like, For Marcel, possession is as natural as breathing. I was like, What? That's not normal. Like, no, nobody should I'm just like, be possessed I, yeah, as I, natural as breathing. Like, that's <laughs> that's suspect. Don't well, allow like, yourself I know, to be possessed. I, I feel like his club was so like cheesy. Like, it was definitely like a cheesy tourist trap. Oh yeah. Like it, it yeah. made me think of like you know like luau's in Hawaii. Like mm-hmm. just those like you have to do it because you're in. And it's Hawaii, a very right? like, like Hollywood version of. Oh yeah, I'm sure. The, yeah. But oh, it, yeah. it was funny to me that I'm like, um, like. It made me think of like the love boat. It was like voodoo is in the air, <laughs> and then that's how Marielle got possessed, right? Because then I was like, I wrote down like Marielle's possessed, and her spirit is horny. Mm-hmm. She immediately yes. starts doing a, doing a lap dance for Doctor Dennis, and it doesn't end well. And why why does Lucian able to like? Make that one possessed guy like just go to sleep by covering his face. It was Voodoo. like this weird chicken oh, thing Voodoo, where he was like, Paul. "You sleep now." <laughs> Voodoo. You're like, okay. You're like, you go to sleep. Like, go to sleep. Sleep, sleep, sleep. Oh, again, and another another reference. Uh, get out when he ha- he taps the glass, and then the Voodoo guy starts. Oh yeah. Crazy. Mm-hmm. So there. So. Paul's just all about the Montu Jordan Peele. <laughs> Well, uh, I think to your point, to me, it seemed like, yeah, it was a little touristy because they're like, oh, this is part of the show. But they don't realize this dude's about to start killing people. Oh, when he throws that fucker, yeah. he just is like, yeah. pick up guy, throw him across and the I know, And I love that the, fucking, the three other white people that were there as tourists were like, yeah, they start clapping. I'm like, this is not part of the show. I know. Like, I'm like, why are you bitches like, clapping? they're going to kill you. Like, like that man had a machete. He almost knifed his boss real mm-hmm. quick. And then they had to, like, toss him like a chicken. And then Marielle's still possessed with God knows who that's horny as fuck. Marielle was just horny. I know. Yeah, was she it? Was. Her she and Dr. Well. Allen See, were she, just all about blamed, the horny. I, well, hey, they found the nearest cave they could after they're like, oh, my God. After that religious experience oh, they had. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Damn. ritualistic sex that they needed yeah, now. It's, it's voodoo. Oh, but they find their zombie that they're looking for. His name is Christoph. They find him in the cemetery because he does not. Uh, he says, "I oh, do not no, belong wait, where wait. living when, is." When they go to his village, 
Dayron and Juanita from Billy Madison. Real they do. Quick. They and do. She's like, I do. Billy Madison's ah. housekeeper. And yeah. She's like, you can stay and help me shave my armpits. <laughs> I got a snack oh pack for goodness. you. A snack pack. <laughs> <laughs> I know. He's like, I thought I was a snack pack. <laughs> but she has nothing to tell them. Juanita has nothing to tell them. She is the voodoo okay. priestess of the village, she right? Need, she needed a. She needed a death. I needed her to die. She was, we she needed was, a couple deaths. She was on the side of uh, was it Raytrod? I do not. Rem- I just called him the Bokor because that's the evil Dargent spirit. Ray Tr- that it's they probably like Raytrel. I don't know how you say it. It looks like Raytrod to my. American I knew I was going to butcher it, so I just so went with the Bokor. Yeah, the Bokor because that's what they call <laughs> yeah, the demon. She's, she's yeah. like you know one of his underlings or like underbosses or whatever. Yeah. Right? And like I love how they're color coordinated too. That's mm-hmm. very convenient. It's very for us easy. To know yes. Who's on what side when yes. they're all wearing red? Yes, the red yeah. and the white. Yes, we really need the, the different. <laughs> but they find Kristoff, who died and was buried, and he tells them, and this is the first kind of like psychological horror thing that you get into with Wes. He tells them that he remembers everything. He remembers being buried. He remembers you know waking up. And well, yeah, you see that he's he's has a tear in his eye as they're burying him in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, like terror, dread. Yeah. So it's basically putting into this idea that. They buried him and he went crazy under there. In the and darkness. grew some dreads. There was and nice, grew dreads, yes. Pretty nice yeah. dreads. He's got a good head of Beautiful hair. Beautiful dreads. Yeah, they were well maintained. Yes, in, they were. In the underworld. I don't know what you're doing. No, this is after um, Marielle tells Dennis he's a piece of shit. And she's like, yes, that's, they how float. You, that's how you can walk on water, you piece of shit. And then she <laughs> walks away and Kristoff's like, I am here. Well, basically, well, that's I have risen. Dr. Allen was like, you're just trying to scam the pharmaceutical company. It's like, listen, bitch. All right. Oh, it's <laughs> you're not, a piece of shit. <laughs> it's not your money anyway. Right? Master. Come on, Dennis. Yeah. Get it together. Dennis. But they, they find out that it's a magical powder. So they have to go on the hunt for this magical powder. And they get back to Dennis's hotel room and they find dead animals, which is never a good sign. You never want to find dead oh. animals in your hotel room. I, I wrote down uh, the dead pig was just um, it was part of breakfast because it was mm. like, we know how much you Americans like bacon. So they, <laughs> they're like, there you are. And I was like, what if it's like a protection spell? I know. And like, he's like, you, I'll just scare. Well, how do you know? <laughs> you like, don't know. Don't That's know. the thing. You don't this know. Is like, OK, can I consult my uh, voodoo for dummies? Or like, is well, yeah, pig like, bad? Even they go to the voodoo wedding See, immediately like, after this. They go to Lucienne to see the voodoo wedding. But those were doves, and doves are always. Like, but still, there's when, like when birds doves... and like writing on the wall. I'm like, I have no, no differentiation. In the, in the, the wedding scene, bad. I'm like, I've always wanted to get married while a guy's just running around with a machete. Like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> no, but the, when have doves ever been a sign of anything bad? They've always been good. Anytime you see yeah. a dove, like in movies, yeah. in unless it's a dead bird, like <laughs> everywhere, dead dove, and then it's killing these birds. Exactly. Okay, fine. If birds dead carry dove, disease. You know, that's Either it, way, horror PSA for that's this week: it. don't play just with dead or live birds. My, <laughs> fuck birds is my PSA. I'm not defending the dove. I'm just saying they're a symbol of peace and joy and like harmony. But fuck birds in in the ass is what I'm saying. No, don't, I don't fuck care. birds in the ass. Don't do do that. not. Fuck I'm not birds telling in the people ass. to. I'm just saying fuck them. 
in the ass. No, not in the ass. No, I'm saying don't do it. Or PSA, don't fuck any birds in the ass or anywhere else. Unless you're another bird. Unless you're another bird. Yes, the horror PSA podcast does not condone. I'm not condoning bestiality. I'm just saying fuck birds, man. Don't fuck birds, I'm not Paul. Saying, yeah, I'm not Paul. saying to fuck birds as a verb. I'm saying fuck you, birds. How's that? But not for okay, me. There you go. I will punch a bird one day. It's going to happen. So they go to find Probably a fucking the oof. guy that has the powder, and his name is Mozart. I love Mozart. I know. Yes. He's such a like haggling character. He's he's that guy that's got all 12, like, you know. Wives. No, twelve shirts that like just get him into anything. Like, uh, oh, yeah, hey. like he's got a he's shirt the, for the airport. He's, he's got he's, a shirt for yeah. <laughs> he's the guy that knows the guys. Yes, he's got guys. Yeah. He's got guys he's in got everywhere. Yes, All but right, we meet get Mozart, and he immediately starts haggling <laughs> the price of this power. I know he stops the illegal. Well, I don't know if it's illegal in Haiti, but he stops the cockfight and was like, "What do you want?" Like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, we noticed you when you walked in. We've known you've been here all week. Yes, we've seen you come in. We know who you are. What do they call him, Blanc? We just call him White, right? (laughs) They don't even bother with his name. They just, you, Blanc. You over there, Blanc guy. (laughs) What do you want, Blanc? $100. But he kills a goat just to prove that his powder works. But, you know, that sneaky doctor, he see? marks him with a See, you, you all made fun of people as children. I'm going to mark this and see. Yeah, we, we all did that trick. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah. whatever it takes. That's what I'm saying. Dr. Dennis Allen, he's been around. Like, this is his element, right? Like, I would trust him in, like, a regular zombie outbreak because I'd be like, he knows what the fuck to do. Like, he knows how to get in and out of places and shit with, uh, you know, yeah. I mean, hardly. He has been seen because it's kind of hard not to in Haiti when you're yeah. Dr. Dennis Allen from Boston. But. He knows tricks of the trade. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, you know he's in his element with this whole thing. Like, this is not his first fucking rodeo. I mean, he just ran and chased his Jaguar for 200 miles in the Amazon he did, to yes. get the fuck out. He tripped balls, yeah. found a Jaguar, got himself out of the jungle. I know, because even, <laughs> even after he gets tortured, he's like, ah, it's just a nail in the sack. I'll be all right. I'm like, all right, dude. Is that what it was? Because I was trying to figure out what it actually was. Yeah, it was a nail through the scrot. So yep. nail through okay. the sack, yep. His scrotum was still, his no, scrotum was crucified. Still. Yeah, he said it was still. intact, but yeah, there's a hole. There's two holes. <laughs> there's a, an entrance wound and an exit. There's wound. two holes. Yes. Oh, but Mozart tells him that he's gonna have enough for ten zombies. But yes. then they go on their little voodoo Catholic pilgrimage. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on here. He had that fucking vision in the Amazon, right? Yeah. Had that whole fucking vision. And then the first night at Lucian's, and he sees Ray Trod or whatever his name is, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, wouldn't that be like your indication? Be like, okay, yep, that nope. was a dude that I saw that you know before some evil shit went down, mm-hmm. and then before you know while I was still tripping balls and fell down that hole full of arms. Yeah, yeah. If you ever see like how much a we- man that you've never seen before in your life during a trip, and then you see that man in real life afterwards, you need to run okay. away from that man. Especially, <laughs> no, especially. Because I've read that your brain cannot create new faces. So if you dream oh, of someone that you not. don't know, 
then, yes. then yeah. Yeah, you can't get dream, the you, fuck away from that person. You can't dream of people you don't know. Like, that's the thing in your dreams. So if it's someone you've literally never seen before, then yeah, the, this shit is real. I don't care how much the pharmaceutical company <laughs> Get the fuck <laughs> out Peace out, bitches. Send, send a dude with darker skin in to kind of covert this shit. Fuck, I mean, the pharmaceutical company like, look, here's a number for Mozart. Call this dude. He'll get you what you want. Mm. I am out. My scrotum is intact, like, and I am done. Fuck you, Raytrod. Right. I don't even know how after he gets the scrot thing, he's just like, yep, let's go finish making this powder. Yeah, he's like, no. let's finish it and get out of here. I get that. But then it's like once he gets to Mozart and Mozart's like, yeah, it's going to take three days. I'm like, okay. Mail it to me. Mail it. Damn. <laughs> UPS it to me. <laughs> so was the voodoo chick helping him then? I don't know. Because at first the dream, you know, when Christoph brings her after the pilgrimage and she does that whole thing where she opens the mouth and the snake comes out and all that. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. It seems like he's just trying to scare him. So maybe she's trying to scare him to just go go home. He's like, you stupid ass. You should have left already. Yeah. What are you fucking doing here? He's like, and then, you got a hole through your ball sack and you're still not leaving. The I put the voodoo priestess bride. That's what I called her. Because they just <laughs> said that she was a priestess. But I'm like, why is this bitch in a wedding dress? She's a wedding dress. And she's got like a full wedding dress. Yeah. Like even the like a ornate veil. She's the devil's bride. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, that's when they go. So they go and they mark the goat that Mozart has killed. And that's when they go on their voodoo Catholic pilgrimage and fuck in the cave. Um, yeah. And yeah, and then they sleep. Well, before then, wait, that, wait. they sleep on the ground and like what? snakes crawl on them. And I'm like, Mm-mm. I know. I My whole thing about that is like, it's funny to me. It's like we decided to lose ourselves in the pilgrimage. I'm like, there is nowhere that you are going to go in this country nope, that you where they yourself. are not going to know where you are. Mm-hmm. What you're doing. Where's that white guy at? Oh, he walked down there with oh, he the went, pilgrimage. He went up to that the way. pilgrimage. We'll, we'll, go, we'll go up there tonight and yeah. scare the shit out of him. Okay. Yeah. Well, so yeah, I wish all religion was <laughs> like that, where you just get drunk, climb a mountain, and then get to the top of the mountain and get drunk. And then, you know, not sleeping in bugs and, yeah, and, and all snakes, that but... Maybe there's a nice, you know, like cabin or retreat up there, you know, some some little, I don't know, something nice. Oh, That's what Airbnb. I rent. That's when I rent An Airbnb, yeah. yeah. Airbnb. Well, hopefully they don't have any voodoo <laughs> prince, air, priestess air, brides with stink, yes, snake can, tongues that pop can, out of their mouth. You can Airbnb a yurt that was formerly owned by a voodoo priestess. <laughs> she may or may not be coming back, so... As long as it's an ethically sourced yurt, then I know. Ethically okay. sourced yurt? <laughs> can't make any promises. Ethically sourced voodoo princess. <laughs> Priestess. Priestess. Excuse me. Oh, but the the waters that they swim in are healing and also no, no, aphrodisiac. No. She says these waters are healing. I'm like, these waters are horny, baby, mm-hmm. because in two seconds, like, and he was just like, let me... Let me wax your collarbone, baby. <laughs> it's a very weird sex scene, too. Yeah. Very, like, intense that they, they focus in on their faces for a long time. And her specifically. No, she was possessed. I'm like, who the fuck was fucking Dennis then? She was possessed by somebody yeah. during mm-hmm. that is what I took it as. So she I'm was like, being ridden or she was. <laughs> she was. She was being ridden. She was riding. She, she was, was riding being, more than one person then. No, Whoever was possessing her was, was riding, riding two people. No, someone was riding her riding him. Yes. That's what it is. So, yes. Whoever was possessing her was riding two people. Well, I guess. So yes. that's what you said. Yeah, <laughs> yes. <it's a> <laughs> so is that technically a three-way? It's a three. Is it a devil's three-way technically Ooh, then? Well, I don't know. It was, the, was it the possessed 
person a guy or a girl? I don't know. Because yeah. apparently people just it's jump in and out of Maricel. She just people just blow in and out of her body. Wow, just yeah. slut shamery and Jesus. Hey, I'm possessed shaming her. Okay, I'm not slut shaming her. <laughs> no, it, it was get a, that dick girl. I'm saying don't let random souls come no, into your body. Okay, it, it was a it was a standard Haiti voodoo three way. Is what it was. Oh, oh, okay. Haiti voodoo pilgrimage three way. Gotcha. That's gotcha. where you go. That's what the yurt's for. Well, whoever got to come, because we get to watch it, she comes mm. while we're focused in on her face. It's a spiritual. A, it's a, yes. It's ectoplasm. <laughs> the waps are everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then Dr. Allen gets kidnapped she's, by she the stops, government. <laughs> she stops and turns him around. He's like, what are you doing? Oh, my God. How are you doing that? Yes. And, it's you know, he gets a nail through the sack and that guy's a dick about it. But he's warned once before. The guy's like, look, yeah. you got to get the fuck out of the country. You're not here. We know what you're doing here. Like, you need to leave. He tells him. I came him, for the pilgrimage and sex. He which I've him, done. I've done. Now leave. Now you can go. Yeah. Well, you can leave I'm now. I'm sorry, doctor. I have to put the nail in your scrot. Oh, That's not gosh. yet, though. That's later. No, that's a, yeah no it's not that's not until later he he gets a warning first oh that's right because they yeah. they're in the jeep you get a stern talking to mm-hmm. yes he that's gets because right, they're in the jeep to. and that's when they get like come with the doctor yeah they just take him out of what? traffic <laughs> they straight take him there's out of three traffic. roads in this town why is there traffic <laughs> uh but then they go back to mozart and he's like you're full of shit you switched the goats here I'm gonna drink this fake powder. Yeah, <laughs> and that's he do. I basically. love. I love that he built in. He's like, she's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm just giving us a reason to wait for a few minutes. Yeah. Just shut up. You're blowing the cover. Buying some time. I love that he did that because I'm like, don't ever do that in movies. They're like, just say that, you know, like we're just, we're just shut up, bitch. Like we're trying to fucking. Oh, Mozart, how are you? (laughs) So you're still alive. Well, he explains in great detail because he shows her the powder still. So he was prepared with an explanation for her. He's like, hey, look at this. Put your penis away. Oh, Mm -hmm. sorry. I was possessed. (laughs) And then he's like, fine, I'll make you the real potion. But it's definitely $1,000 now. (laughs) (laughs) It's definitely my full price. He's he's fully like, you know, it went from 100 to 500 to 1,000 back to 500. And now he's like, okay, I'll give you the real powder for Mm 1,000. But you have to help me make it because there's rules. Yeah. I guess. See, that's why you're going to have to have a voodoo guy because all the symbols he makes in the dirt and all that, like, you guys can't make that in the lab. You don't know what that shit is. Like, yeah, so they start making it, and then that's when he gets taken again by the secret police. So this like, you is, son of a bitch. So mm-hmm. this is what happens when you donate your body to medical science. They're bought up by Big Pharma to have your bones crushed. So For you can voodoo, do voodoo rituals. rituals. So we can make... We're creating a whole conspiracy anesthesia. theory. Yeah, we're going to get shut down. Right now. If you don't hear from us <laughs> next week on the PSA, they've taken us. <laughs> But he gets a nail through the scrote and he says it's just a little pain and a little terror. Although they do bloodily dump him on Marcel's doorstep with bloody chonies. Well, Well, the thing that happens before that, though, is he keeps telling me he wants to hear him scream and he tells him to scream. Oh, yeah. Not good enough. Yeah. And then he does the nail. And he does the nail thing, which just made me cringe. I'm like, I would have fucking left right then and there. Be like, nope. Peace. Nope. (laughs) I'm out. Like, I'm gone. He's like, I don't need holes in my ball sack. I'm gone. 
but the the making of the powder is very intricate and even with two holes in his nutsack on their way back to the jungle they go to finish this powder ritual with his inflatable donut to sit on <laughs> something to sit on i'm fine just two holes in my sack yeah but, oh. but then they they say they finish the ritual and then it's gonna take it has to sit with her for one more night i think is what he says it has to be buried yeah. with her yeah for a certain amount of time i don't remember how long yeah, he says 24 hours something like that but then they go to this beach house and again he's just shit at hiding because i mean he's the only white dude for how many miles and the only beach house on the this whole beach, beach house, that we yes. see yeah but wait what happens if you take it out before the 24 hours? Does it not work? I have questions. It doesn't man. marinate long it enough and it's with the voodoo priestess body. And so it doesn't bring you back or it doesn't zombie you up enough. It, it only works, it only lasts for eight hours instead of 12. Oh, that's the thing. It's so maximum <laughs> yeah. strength. You yes. got to do 24 hours. Yes, so. precisely. Jeez. Uh, but the voodoo bride priestess and the jaguar comes to visit Dr. Allen in his dreams. She came back and she's like, you smashed my head, you fucking asshole. Yeah, you smashed my head. You took some of my bones, you dick. I tried to warn you and now you got two holes in your sack, you fucking moron. Stupid ass. She was just pissed at that point. Kick it over. Whatever comes next. She just came in to to beat his ass in her wedding dress and soccer shoes. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then the the dream turned really dark and then Dr. Allen finds himself in a blood-filled coffin. Yeah. I like that part as well. It's a lot I of think, blood. It's yeah. probably the only blood I think really other than like the little blood here and there that you see on yeah. him and other yeah. stuff. But it's the most gore throughout the whole thing. And it's just like he's drowning in blood pretty much. Yeah. Which again, terror. Terror. Yeah. Drowning like, in blood the whole scene is just coffin. his terror while the blood yeah, fills. Because he sees, he sees the, the view from the coffin when he's being yeah. alive. His other foreshadow, which is like, mm-hmm. all right, hello. They're, they're trying to fucking tell you. But then he wakes up to find a beheaded woman in bed with him, which is never a good thing. Seriously. They keep giving him signs for him to yeah. leave this fucking place. I mean, it's he's a, it's really his fault. Stupid white man can't take this hint to get out of here. He's not white taking from any of the... <laughs> If he had seen the Godfather, he'd be yeah, able to get the They godfathered him. Oh, they did. Fucking, like, we can Framed him for, for murder. Yeah. Well, he threatened him with framing them for He's murder. He's like, yeah. look, I got pictures of you in bed with a dead body. Your last helicopter pilot that you had in the other country died. We could just say that you're going to country to country killing people. <laughs> I don't know, man. You could have called the pharmaceutical company and be like, look, they're trying to pin me on this. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dave, we need a section 12 happening mm. in Haiti on there. Like, they mm. framed him for one of those murders again. Yeah. Okay, here's the check. Yeah. Oh, is it Ray Trot? Hey, tell him I said hello. I love how though, <laughs> like the guy, they take Doctor Allen and they put him on the plane. And they're like, "You're going home." Like, they freaking chalk him on that. You're like, "You're not leaving our site until we put your ass on that plane." But this is where Mozart and I love crafty ass Mozart in this mm. plane scene because he comes back with his little like airline shirt on. <laughs> He's got his. His helper. No, he he went in there, grabbed a few meals, and I was like, "Hey, I'm yeah, gonna give you this powder." And he's like, "You got my money? You got my money, Blanc? <laughs> I need my money." <laughs> I know. It, okay, it was funny to me that when the uh, like the the head cop guy or whatever was taking uh, Dennis out and putting him up into the plane, like he was like knocking over some of the other like actual like tourists that were getting on yeah. the plane. And I'm mm-hmm. like, 
Yeah, like, how was your vacation in Haiti? Like, well, we saw this man tag another man with a machete at dinner the other night, and then when we were getting on the plane to come home, the police brought this other guy with a gun and, like, almost knocked us over, and then we had to sit next to him and, like, get this weird powder, told us all the stories about zombies and shit. Very awkward, yeah. So, yeah, we didn't. And, okay, not to mention the fact that this movie started out being filmed in Haiti, but then halfway through the production, they're like, we have an actual civil war going on, so we can't guarantee your safety. And they had to move and film the rest of the movie in the Dominican Republic. So, yeah, yeah wasn't just shit. wasn't just acting there. Yeah. No, but so what? he comes. Mozart's got the powder in his little baby food jar. <laughs> he left it, yeah. but he's brought it. It, it has marinated well enough. For the full maximum strength, so he can now well, take it back to the U.S. Now. It looked, yes, it's it looked yellow like now. Saffron or something at that point. And Mozart takes his watch, which is fair, very fair. I mean, it was he and owed Dennis him a thousand. Says, that's yeah, that's fair. But he gets back home, a- and everybody's like, "Don't go back to Haiti, stupid ass!" <laughs> like, look, you barely made it like out of there. Put, they put holes in your balls. The Godfather to you, and your dumbass still wants to it go back. It was just the sack saw. It wasn't his balls. I think his balls are intact. <laughs> he said he was intact. Still, so, but either way, you still it was still a nail through your ball sack. It's still. Hey, nailed. I bet there's people out there that have that pierced, the sack pierced. Well, good on them, but still though, if you don't want no. that, it was forced upon him. They should have sent Mo from the stuff. He could have got this done in oh. a couple days, man. Mm-hmm. Mo would have got to the Mo bottom. Mo would have been it. in and out. Yeah. Oh, but I love that he's just at dinner all of a sudden. Like it goes straight to him being in his rich pharmaceutical like life again, basically. And that wife was seriously like, "Hey, Doctor Allen." No, it, and I I love this scene because it's such it's very much a contrast of where he yeah. was in Haiti to like the rich white America and like yeah, it's it's such a contrast. And he, yeah, and even Alfred makes that joke like dysentery, malaria. He's just stomach problems, yes. you know, third world <laughs> countries and whatnot. I know, and I love how like it's the basically the only time we don't see Doctor Allen just covered in fucking sweat either. Yeah. <laughs> You can totally tell in all these like South America know, plays even, and even uh, in Haiti, like just drenched and sweat. Yeah, because even uh, Marielle makes a joke of it. She's like, I'll see if I have some clothes for you because you stink like shit. Yeah. Like you can't handle the heat here, Dr. Yeah, she's Allen. Like, Do you smell like yep. sex? Did you have sex with someone? He's like, oops. <laughs> maybe. But Dr. Dennis starts to see some crazy shit crawling out of his green soup. And was that like a, a green it's a hand, bean it's a hand soup? In my soup? What was that? Was, yeah, cream of bean. Cream of be- green bean? I was like, this cream is of weird. Green. I don't know what it was, but that soup did not look appealing. I know. Why does rich food always not look good? Like, I don't shouldn't know. it look better than what I eat? Like, you would you think. Know, yeah. I, look, I eat crap, and I'm like, this looks better than that. Like, but then Deb what? stands up to take her to give a speech and takes a bite out Hell of her yeah. glass. She was, <laughs> she, she was giving serious <laughs> doomy eyes. She just starts to, straight and eat her glass and just. <laughs> she was giving straight doomy eyes to. It was, it was a little bit horrible bosses to me. Yeah, because then she. Well, she goes from that to trying to kill Dr. Allen. She takes yeah. a, sw- a well, swing at him with Ray a knife. Trod took over at that yeah. point or whatever. Yeah. So and then they, he immediately no, so goes yeah, back to Haiti. Because of <laughs> At that point, you kind of fucking have to, though. Go it's back like, to all right, Haiti? Yes, because you got to finish this shit now. It's like, all right, look, I left, and I got what I wanted, and I'm done. And then he came back and was like, I'm going to kill you, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so it's either I can never go back to work at the pharmaceutical company because Jack's wife tried to fucking kill me at dinner the other night, or I'm going to go finish this fucking shit. So you mm, have to at that point. You can't run away anymore. Well, Plus, he's always going to find you and be in your dream. So there's no running. You can't yeah. run from your own mind. 
Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. he, he gets back to Haiti because he makes really smart choices. And Lucien comes funny. to save the day. It's the only choice at this point. I thought it was funny how he immediately went back there and they knew he was coming. Oh, yeah. They were like waiting. They busted him like, right away. Yeah. They were all waiting. Like, even Lucien was waiting for him. He was like, I knew you were going to need to get away. Yeah. Have you just been waiting every flight? Yes. We, we knew, knew your ass was going back. back. Uh, but yeah. then we see poor Mozart loses his head. We don't see him lose his head, but that would have been cool to see. It would have been, it would have made it gorier. We yeah. could we should have seen Mozart lose his head. But okay, so yeah. then the guy he drinks blood. Was that Mozart's blood? I assumed. I it assumed was. it was too. Okay, is that part of the ritual to control them? I guess, them? but I'm like, how how does drinking Mart's, Mozart's blood kill Lucien? I'm I don't get it. Like. I need some, I guess, I some That's A to B to C voodoo things. Voodoo for dummies. Some voodoo charts. I need to see how it works. If we I have guess. any, if we have any Haitian voodoo priests that are listening to our podcast, please, we, please email us. Email us. We have questions. We have questions. Mm-hmm. But then another, he he gives us one great one-liner before he leaves, and death is not the end. Lucien says. Before his scorpion burp. His scorpion burp. Mm-hmm. And right before yeah. Dr. Allen gets zombie drugged. Yeah. And and stumbles around going, don't let them bury me. I know. Like, <laughs> they probably don't even know what the fuck you're saying. I know. Like, and write a note, man. Stop trying to tell people. Just pin something to your shirt or well, something, see, man. This is why you should always have pen and paper. <laughs> a little notepad and a pen. You're like, I'm not dead. Don't mm. bury me for 15 plus hours. And I love the the standard uh, throwaway doctor. It's like, no need, doctor. I'll make all the arrangements. I'll sign all the paperwork. Well, don't worry about it. I don't know it. how <laughs> shitty of a doctor that you have to be in America. Like, how shitty of grades you have to get or how shitty of a doctor you actually have to be that you're a doctor in Haiti. I think people, yeah. an some American people go there doctor in they Haiti. Don't, they don't have money, so they just go. Isn't that what Doctors Without Borders? That guy was young, though. I don't know. You mean like as a volunteer? Like I don't mean that. He looked like he was there because there was a like a nun behind him, like he was in some like missionary thing or thing. Well, yeah. So he was like a Catholic doctor or some shit. Well, that's just dumb then. Yeah. Then how should he? Then how should he have a doctor? You have to be there. Like, oh, we're gonna send Cliff to Haiti. Cliff's going to Haiti. (laughs) Someone's. I'm just taking it as a doctor who got. Barred from practicing medicine, I was like, "Well, I'm still gonna make money somehow. Let yeah. me go to another mm-hmm. country where they don't know who I am." See, that's, that's you could make be. up your own yeah. subplot for this thing because it's had, <sighs> had to be. But he's got all the arrangements made. He's yeah. got the coffin. He's I got should, the yeah. spider. Doesn't he, doesn't he say something like, "I should call the embassy or whatever"? He's like, "No, yeah. don't he's worry. Like, don't Just, worry about it. We'll take care well, of worry. everything." I got this. Like, we got this. All right, well, no paperwork for me to fill out. Score. And See, then you that's got the, why. The, uh, the dis- People got stolen on his watch in America. That's why he's there. They're like, all right, sweet. <laughs> and then you get the shot yeah, of questions. just just a, a shot of the Bukor talking to Dr. Allen. And it's like, I'm not going to shut your eyes. You're going to see all of this. And that's another cycle. I think I think this was West's like, real like first try to do psychological horror because I think that that's... It, maybe this is just an 80s version of psychological horror. Yeah, it could be. Because it's definitely like he wants you to feel that terror. And he wants to give you his your and own you're, and you're terror. you're getting the POV of that terror. Yeah, and, and it yeah. makes it your own. So I think he was trying to play with less fictional horror and more psychological horror. But he does play up the lore because that's Wes. <laughs> yeah. Plus, we don't know what was in the book. So there could yeah, have been a that's lot of that true. This is material. a book. Um, but yep, 
He gets buried with a spider. Nope. And I, re- I really think I really think that the um, that the people on the street when he was uh, you know after they poured the or drugged him poured him drugged whatever you want to call it right and the the one guy's like no 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 I'm like no this is just a movie man no this, he's not a real zombie like, those people were terrified <laughs> like, there was some great actors like, and those extras like don't touch me don't touch me so Paul could you do the being buried alive scene. Like, could you do the whole them like hammering the thing in and like? I could do it. Not yeah. moving, Saul. Do, do you it. think you could do it? If you made me comfortable enough, I probably could. If they're shooting it for a movie, be like, put some damn pillows in there, put some damn mattress in there, or something. Give me something to drink. Something Maybe to drink. Headphones. No, you're supposed to be yeah. dead. You yeah, have to be no, dead. You're filming Saul. the scene. Yes, you're, I'm you're, saying you're filming the scene. You're not just playing for ten filming minutes. The scene, but once the... they get you in there, but once they get you in there, though, like make me comfortable. No, I'm saying like just being in that, have them nailing on the coffin thing where you have to look with your eyes open. You have nothing in your ears. You have you no can't comfort. Blink. You can't blink. You have to lay there and you have to do this scene over and over and over again. Could you do it? If you pay me a lot of money, then yes. I don't think because I, I do have it. demands and I have stipulations, and those would be it. Be like, if you don't pay me this much amount of money, then you're not getting me to do it. You're I couldn't do it. I couldn't. Inter- I couldn't lay there still enough while they were nailing the thing. I'd be like, nope, 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 nope. You know, that's probably all post. I really <laughs> better be post because I didn't really nope. nail him in there. If I had to lay there in those nails, I'd be like, my my body would be like, mm-mm. <laughs> my body would take over and be like, we need to move. We got to get out of here. Why? Because what what's the worst that could happen? Like, okay, when he comes back out of it before Kristoff like unburies him or whatever. Right? Yeah. Like, what's the, what's the worry, right? If fucking Beatrix kiddo can get out of the coffin, then why can't he, right? I think you I could know. do it. I think he, I think you could do it. Well, I I am maybe not like the metal ones and all yeah, that. Yeah, for like, sure, don't... not the not the ones that we have today yeah. for sure. But like the the Beatrix kiddo one, I was always like, that's kind of thick. But those Haiti ones, I could probably punch yeah. through because they were I pretty. Oh man, I think you could do it. I don't know. I have I've totally practiced that punch thing you, at least a few times. I I'm totally have you, just I'm in case you, I get stuck. <laughs> Angie, I'm telling you, if they paid you enough, you probably would. Everybody's got a price. I don't know. Well, if they paid What's me. What's your price, Saul, then? Because I'm going to start a GoFundMe so we can bury you for 12 hours. <laughs> for Fine. 12 hours? 12 hours. Like 12 hours? You give me like $12 million or something oh, like that? I'm, I'll do it. Somebody would do it for 50 bucks. I bet we could find somebody <laughs> I don't do it care. for 50 for, bucks. For 12 hours. If somebody's going to do it for 12 hours. It's going to cost you a lot of money. It's going to cost you a million dollars an hour mm-hmm. because I'm going to take a nap. That's fair. No one pays you to nap now, so what makes you think they're going to pay? <laughs> so who's going to fund this, Saul? I told you it's going to cost you a lot of money, and I already take naps, but it's not inside a coffin. That's the difference. I'm going to buy you a coffin. Just this like a day. I'm not going to nap in it unless you pay me. <laughs> and I told you what my price is going to be. But yeah, Kristoff comes to save uh, Alan, Dr. Allen from the grave, so he doesn't even have to be a tricks kiddo, that shit. Like, Kristoff just, like, puppy dog paddles his way out of there so wait what what happens to to like Kristoff and the other zombies like during the day because he was like he controls me and makes me do things at night and visit people's dreams and shit like that so i'm like do you gotta eat still and like yeah he's like, still a human he's alive so i'm like what do you do during the day is it like i gotta go to work and shit like normal but then it's like at night i'm a fucking zombie and no he visit hangs out at the dreams. cemetery he just hangs out at the oh cemetery. yeah i thought he said he couldn't leave the cemetery he says i can't leave yeah. I don't remember if he said that, but yeah. Yeah, he so was like, do do? I don't he belong just... where the living are. I have to stay where the dead are. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. 
Yeah, but he went to the hospital at one point where the fucking doctor first examined well, maybe him. Maybe he was hungry. I don't know. No, that's or maybe his yeah. sister saw him and was like, hey, come with yeah. me. Well, if he's still yes. alive, he's going to take his shit somewhere. Is my question. In the graveyard. Don't go to that graveyard. Don't go to that <laughs> grave. I mean, like that one's not a real grave. Did you see where those people lived and like those shacks? Do you think most of those people had plumbing? And especially like it was a worn toward okay, country. Oh, do, like, you, do you think there's like an outhouse at the fucking cemetery though? Like we, I don't yeah. know. You still maybe. have to go find somewhere to go to the bathroom. I don't know. What the is jungle? Is your I have bathroom. questions, man. What the is jungle eat? is your bathroom. <laughs> the jungle is your bathroom. <laughs> find a corner somewhere in that little town or whatever need be and go to the bathroom but what really saves the day for dr allen what really solidifies his triumphant return in haiti was the government <laughs> downfall <Yeah. laughs> the government ends up fleeing haiti so all the uh, secret police no. now are fucked more so that Look saves marielle's ass that does save because she was ass. about to get whacked like her mm-hmm. head was about to get whacked off i love though when dr allen is heading to save marielle's uh, and like he's still all like zombie, like, uh, 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 like <laughs> I know. And why did Ray try to make him get up? He's like, get up, Doctor Allen. They know I'm not finished with you. Like, what do you expect him to no. do? Okay, here's know. my thing. <laughs> the first fucking time they went, um, before he makes him get on the plane, right? He takes them into that underground, you know, his voodoo basement, right? Because they go past the chair, and he's like, "We're way past that, Doctor." And they go down there, and he's like, see this? This is the soul of somebody. I'm like, right there. I'm like, hit his hand. Hit his hand. Just knock it out. And I'm like, knock all that shit over. Because I'm like, what's the worst that could happen? If it does nothing, like, at least he doesn't have those anymore, right? I'm like, either way. He's got a mess to clean up. Either way, like, something's going to happen. It might not be big. I mean, we didn't expect it to be as big as it was at the end or whatever, but... Like, what does it hurt? Horror PSA. Just break shit. You're going to die anyway. Just break shit. You're going to die anyway. Just break shit. Go for the nostrils and the eyes and break shit. You're going to make a mess. So like the worst you're gonna, ha- the worst that's gonna happen is that you're gonna make a mess and somebody's gotta clean it. Best like, case oh, scenario, you release somebody's soul. There you go. Yeah. Win-win for everybody. <laughs> I love when he when he goes back and he sees Julianne, and when Julianne is being controlled by um, Ray Trot and Lucien. Lucien is like yeah. What was I saying? Julian. Like fries. Yeah, you said Julian. Um. Yeah. When he's controlling Lucien and he's like yelling and he's like you did this like your work did i wrote down your work made me rip my own head off because oh, that know. was the coolest <laughs> that scene. was the cool ah. scene i was i was like is this the thing all of a sudden because yeah, that was like, a gooey head like, too. it's your fault yeah after the fuck you chair scene because he's like the chair turns and he was like all right well, oh yeah the squirtum chair chases like, him is what i wrote we're gonna get even with you chair why does the the bad guy's hair go white I don't know. I was I'm like, is he scared like, that his downfall is coming? I don't I know. Was I'm assuming that maybe like was it after or before the jars got broken? It was before. Yeah. Okay. So maybe either it was something on him, or you know, it was something to do with voodoo. It was draining his power. He didn't have enough power <laughs> to make his hair black anymore. I don't know. Mm. I love though. There's twice that he does this. He flies at Doctor Allen ninja style, like mm. full body. Like <laughs> I was like, this no, is that's like, like a, a that's kung like a full, like, this like Liu Kang. Like that's like a tiger was, pounce yeah. when he just jumps at him. I was like, this is acrobatic all of a sudden. He's very sprightly for an old he is. priest. But they fight, and then he figures out that he needs to smash the jars. Doctor Allen finally gets the hint that you got to smash the jars. <laughs> Smashes all the jars, releases all the rainbows. But death is not the end, right? 
Well, and oh. you know, his jaguar spirit animal mm-hmm. comes and you know, like whatever, and jumps on him. Yep. I'm going to well, take you to plane. hell with me. Oh, I love when he comes back and he's all burnt, and then he just gets strapped in the scrote chair. And does like yeah. the devil take him? Who takes uh, him down? I don't know. Voodoo. Voodoo don't takes know. him down. Voodoo. All right. Yeah. Voodoo takes him into the depths of hell. And after why'd, why'd after they let he him out? gets a nail to the yeah, scrote. Yeah, like why they let him out? Huh? He, he they let him out of hell long enough to just come back to fight and try and take Doctor Dennis with them, and then they strap him to the chair and bring him back. I know. I'm like, how did you? Maybe he got out. Maybe that was a trick. He got he out, did. and he was like, "You're coming with me." He turned and ran when nobody was looking for a second. Yep, but yeah. then he got well, he maybe that's why he got the nail to the scrote because they were mad. And if you know that you know smashing those jars are gonna you know kill you. Why wouldn't you put them somewhere where, you know, nobody knows where they are? And don't or, have them all displayed, or, like, you know, out. Or, like, wrapped in a bunch of bubble wrap and locked in a case somewhere that mm-hmm. nobody knows. Hide them behind like, something, put them in a safe deposit box. Anywhere a but a rickety somewhere. shelf in a, a, rickety in a board creepy, shelf. creepy voodoo basement. under. It's the, a voodoo den, Paul. Get voodoo, it right. The voodoo lair. There you go. You, my voodoo lair. The voodoo crypt. Yes. Voodoo crypt. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of crypt, there was a Tales from the Crypt episode that was very similar to this, where it was like a doctor with a drug thing. See, that's where I learned and my he, voodoo stuff yeah. was Tales from the Crypt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I got a lot of my voodoo information from there. <laughs> this one was more drug wise. It was like the actual like drug thing. Like somebody pranked somebody with it. Like they injected them and then the guy got to see all the stuff like they were giving him an autopsy and then he wakes up and was like I ah, have seen that episode we yes. were just kidding yeah. and then he actually does have something wrong mm-hmm. with him so yeah. Tales from the Crypt I've seen that yep could but, you could you do the spider face scene I could do the spider face scene easy spiders don't creep me out yeah I'd be fine Saw so, could you do the spider face scene probably alright I'm gonna get a spider and we'll do it the snake thing I couldn't okay. do snakes are too unpredictable mm. Like, that fucker's going to bite me. It ain't crawling over my Bite ass. him back. Fine. Like, if he bites me, I'm going to bite him back, too. Like, you fucker. Ew. That's how like, you get something. Why? <laughs> he, hey, if he bites you, you bite him back and be like, hey. Snakes don't have feet. Like, it sucks, his whole it? belly is care. his feet. So you're just biting his feet. I don't care. Bite. I don't care. <laughs> he bites me and bite him back. Be like, okay, it fine. sucks, Bite it? the top part. His bare feet. <laughs> if you're biting the top part that doesn't touch the ground, it's not feet then. It's still. Yeah. Fine. Bite his head. Bite the head off. Bite him back. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna get a snake <laughs> so you can bite its head off. I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to hey, do he, that. If he bites know, I'm me just first, kidding. I'm I will bite him animals. back. We're not biting any animals unless they bite you first. Yes. And even then, if it was if it was called for, then it's probably your fault. <laughs> what about that dude that punched the bear? Huh? Whose fault was that? Hmm? What dude? This is just recently somebody punched a bear. I didn't hear about the bear one. I heard about the shark one though. Do you hear about oh, the, shark the shark one? I thought yeah. it was the bear one. No, this, his girlfriend was getting attacked by a shark, and the dude straight up punched it. You punch a couple it in times. the nose. You punch it in the nose, and then poke its eyes. Mm-hmm. Telling you. So yes. if you're ever getting attacked by a wild animal, kids, go for that. If you're ever getting eyes. attacked by anyone and you're about to die, the eyes and the nose. We probably said this. The nostrils. Yeah. Oh yeah, we definitely got into the oh, nostril yeah. talk before. That's yeah. underlooked. Just be scrappy. You got to make it not yes. worth to kill you. That's really all you yes. got to do. <laughs> well, how do you do that against voodoo, though? I don't know. Don't believe in you it. Shit your pants a lot. That's what you do. That's the there answer. You you carry don't... salt, shit your pants a lot. Yeah. There you go. There you salt go. and shit your pants. And hopefully, like, oh, God, not that smelly ass zombie again. <laughs> yeah, you want me as a zombie? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to hang out here all day. Gross. 
Technically, zombies would do like that shit. either get, way. Get down. Even real, like, even real zombies. I was about even to say. Real even as those zombies that we know as an American culture, yeah. that they would still have to, their poop would just fall out of them. The dead body parts mm-hmm. that they eat still would go through their digestive tract because it's just, just the way our bodies work. So then at some point, is it, if you're the, uh, you know, the American version of zombies or whatever you want to say, at some point, are you just eating and it's just coming straight out of you the same way it came in, like Casper? I would assume so because you were still decomposing <laughs> the whole time, right? Well, if so. your body's not, you know, breaking down stuff, then you're just eating chunks of stuff and yeah. it's coming out as the same yeah. chunks. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So there's a trail of zombie poop that's just yes. actual human remains. Yeah. So this is <laughs> this is what they miss in the zombie comedies, right? Yeah. This is what you need. Like no the one ever talks shit. about this. The zombie <laughs> shit. And eventually it's just like an earlobe and a fucking nose and like Yeah, because they would fingers. just decompose. There'd be nothing left. Yeah, like it wouldn't even be decomposed. I'm saying like the body parts, right? Like, yeah. So yeah, it would just fall out. Oh, but anyway, that's the end of this movie. And we find out it was a true story. And okay, kids, when right, I see yeah, true ahead, story, when ahead. I see true story, inspired. I go inspired super by. sleuth. I don't care if it says based on inspired by I go super sleuth. And I'm like, how close? Because I need to know. Well, you got to read the book. I but I'm sure the know. book is even a work of fiction based on this. Oh, yeah. It's it's pure fiction. And yes, he did go to these places and he watched the thing, you know, he he got the powder and everything. He watched him make it, but obviously he didn't get kidnapped by secret police. I know because even the end was like he he learned the you know the secrets of the, this and that. I'm yeah, like, basically he was an anthropologist yeah. doing his job yeah. and traveled around and learned different shit cultures. Mm-hmm. So basically, all these stories are like the shit you would tell people to impress them. Like, oh, I heard yeah. you just got back from the Amazon. Like, yes, I went to this institute and I looked. At, I talked to these doctors and we learned yes. about this. And there's like, I was part of a voodoo ritual, yeah. and the white people clutch their pearls. I got a nail through my ball sack. Want to see? It's just a flesh wound. It's a mere yeah. flesh wound. All in the name of science. That's a lot of blood for just a couple holes through the sack. Like you don't man, know, like, you're hate. And, and and it's a good thing that he was wearing tidy whities because I yes. think you know if you had boxers on, then there'd probably been a lot more blood too. Yeah, but I don't yeah. know, tidy whities. I don't know. At least there was some. <laughs> Maybe scrotes bleed a lot. I mean, there's got to be a lot of blood vessels at, down at there, least, right? Maybe at least it's just, there was. You know, know. Maybe it's just a bleeding. At spot. least it was there to hold everything together, so nothing like fell out. You know, I don't know how well, it was, big the holes. Yeah, were, right? I don't I think mean, it was knows, big like, enough for a ball to fall out or. We'll anything. see. Well, either way, tidy whities were the right call that day. Yeah. That week, because he never changed or brought any fucking clothes. He left. He left everything with the free bacon back in his hotel room. Oh. All he took was his little napkin. Yeah. And then you know those chonies were a couple days old. After he had that sweaty, gross sex. Yes. Mm. Oh. Well, definitely an infection. With he needs Marielle to. He needs to shower know, and get some bacteria. Well, he went shower and some disinfectant. Well, she was at least a doctor, but she was like, "We have no medical supplies. We're nope. in a hospital where it's easier to just chain people to the wall mm-hmm. than do anything else." So, so she yeah. probably stitched him up with nothing, no anesthesia. <laughs> Threw some alcohol on little, top of it, called it good. Grabbed a needle and some rum and run it over mm-hmm. the, the candle real hot. and then just we're, yeah. we're just making a whole different kind of movie out of this. Yes, sir. Oh. We're getting into the logistics of uh, scrotal uh, stitching. <laughs> yes. Yes. Liberté, liberté. But anyway, the drug he found was actually, it does not create zombies. So don't get your hopes up by the end. That what does the drug do? The texodoctrine? It does paralyze. It paralyzes, like it blocks nerve receptors, basically. 
is what it does. It's probably used in shit still. Like, oh yeah, it is. It's a it's sure. a drug that we manufacture these days, and we use yeah. it. You could research it on Google, and it'll come up and tell you what it's in now. So. Oh yeah. So this, yeah. The, this zombie drug from Haiti is in all your favorite f- favorite pharmaceuticals. Yes. <laughs> And that was it. And that was it. It's not your standard horror. What, I want to know what it's in now. Damn, you <laughs> research that. It's not your standard horror. It definitely plays on your own fears, like being buried alive and being lost in a jungle, getting eaten by snakes. I don't know what your fears are, but I don't know. Those are my final thoughts. I don't. I think you guys kind of already <laughs> went into yours. I don't know if we need yeah. to do a standards final thoughts. I, I think whatever your fears are, there's something in this movie that you're like, okay, wouldn't want that to happen to me. So yeah. Not even so much that maybe you're afraid of it. It's just that you're like, nope, I could definitely see that how that would not be good for anyone. Um, fuck birds, man. If they come at you, punch them right in the beak. That's all I got to say. In the beak, Cotton. <laughs> in the beak. Um, <laughs> I love this movie. There's a lot of nostalgia from it. Uh Definitely saw this as, you know, probably like 9 or 10 or whenever it came to HBO. HBO was a less source for a lot of my horror. I mean, Tales from the Crypt. Oh, yeah. HBO had all the best horror. Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah. I, I really feel like, you know, they had a lot of stuff before people were really showing horror. Yeah, a lot of a lot of nostalgia for this movie. Um, I definitely think, you know, it's it's not as gory as it could be or should be even. There's a lot of great stuff in there. It is a lot of terror and fear and just trying to put you in a place that you're uncomfortable I think is what he was going for like I just he I think he just really wanted to make you uncomfortable and with the back kind of thought of this could kind of happen in real life I mean with an exception of some of the embellishments I'm sure but overall I think it's a good movie don't go into it expecting a lot of gore um it, it's more story driven I think but it it has it has the dread so give it a shot it's not bad I like it we're also going to be replacing Saul because he hated it. So <laughs> we'll deal with that next week. I didn't say I hated it. I just said I didn't like it. No, he's backtracking now, folks. He got bored is what he said. <laughs> I got bored. I got bored. And it's to me, it's not for everybody. Um, it's just one of those movies, too, where, like Paul said, don't go in expecting a lot of gore. If anything, you're going to go into it, expect a lot of story, a lot of lore, a lot of backstuff, a lot of that backstory stuff on there. If anything, it's a slow burn to where it finally hits the fan at the end. But other than that, it, it, is, it was what it was. I got bored during that. I don't know if you will, but to me, I got bored. But either way, if you want to watch it, it's a Wes Craven movie, so Go into that knowing it's a Wes Craven movie. Okay, so if you have Shudder, there is something that I have a high recommendation for. I don't know if you guys have watched it yet. It's called In the Shadows. It is about a four-hour-long documentary on horror movies from the 80s. We've got about an hour and a half into it. Yeah, In the Darkness. We've gotten into about an hour and a half of it, and holy crap, it is very, very good. There's, so far, there's been four movies that we've done a podcast on that if you've listened to those, you will appreciate this much more. Um, the ones that we've seen, that we've reviewed, that we've done on were Maniac, The Burning, Evil Dead, and American Werewolf. I know there's probably going to be more of the ones that we've done on our podcast on this documentary. If you haven't seen it, I would highly recommend watching it. It has been good so far for the first hour and a half that we've been into it yeah you can't watch that whole four hour thing in one sitting there's no way no, when you have children you gotta we, break it up yeah, yeah. 
the is, first the first hour and a half we've seen so far has been really really good and like i said if you have not seen it or have thinking about watching it i highly highly recommend it and it's on shutter it's got a lot of great reviews a lot of people on twitter and and social media in general are really buzzing about it uh if you don't yes. have shutter do a free trial you get like a seven day free trial you've got joe bob you've got and seriously it's like 60 bucks for the whole year yeah if you watch yeah. joe bob you've paid for it yeah it, it's great they've got all the joe bobs they've done he's done two seasons so far creep and show's coming back creep show season yeah. two They've got a lot of great original movies. They've been they've been picking up really great original movies lately. So yeah, so it's it's we we're all Shutter fans here at the Horror PSA. It's well worth it in this household and in household. If you are a fan of horror, I highly recommend just get Shutter. Like Angie said, it's sixty bucks for the year, and it's just horror movies galore. And you will enjoy it. And they update them every month. So at the very least, yes. you'll have something different to watch every month that's new yes. for Hoarder. And they have a lot of great foreign things on yeah, there, too. a lot of international stuff that you We're not paid by Shudder. We're not affiliated with them in we're any just, way. We're but if Shudder wants to pay to us. something that's providing a good service. Yes, but if Shudder would like to pay us, so Craig, we are here yes. to be paid. Craig Engler, if, you yes. know, if you're know, listening know, out there, throw Craig. Some, throw some dollars out <laughs> this way. We, we'd have no bones about plugging for you guys, so. So that was my piece on it. Again, if you have it, and if you haven't seen that documentary, I highly recommend it. Well, that was a very good way for you to say goodbye to the fans, Saul. So. <laughs> what are you talking about? Paul's still angry if he's not wait, liking this movie. You can be mad at me all you want. What, what, what was, this is strike two, I want you to know, Saul. What was strike no. one? There I don't was, remember. I, was, I forget what I don't remember what, what strike one was. But oh. yeah, you're, you're on thin ice here. <laughs> I think no. Kim, Kim's chomping at the no. bit to get on this, though. So. No. She is conspicuous in her absence. <laughs> that is it for this week. We are coming back next week with our final Wes Craven film, Deadly Friend, starring Christy Swanson. And who else is in that movie? The the mom. The from, mom. Throw mama from the train. And Goonies. I don't remember her real name. I don't either. Yeah, the lady from the Goonies. Hamid! <laughs> <laughs> yes, she's oh, the mom. Every time I see that, I just <laughs> her yelling at Danny DeVito at the top of her lungs. Hamid! <laughs> you don't have a cousin! Mm -hmm. But anyway, oh, we're that coming. That was a little baby pagoda. <laughs> we'll be back next week with my deadly, or with deadly friend. I think it's just deadly my friend. My deadly friend? No. Yeah. <laughs> but you can check if us out deadly on. Deadly Christy Swanson is what we call it. Okay, well, you can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can support us on Patreon by going to patreon.com backslash scary nerd. You can find more horror entertainment news at scarynerd.com. Make sure you like, subscribe, share, rope eight of your friends into listening to this podcast and tell them it's amazing. Um, yes. If you want stickers, feel free to email us at podcast at scarynerd.com. We can send you guys some stickers. Um, if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, you can also email us. And that is it for this week. Anything else, guys? I'm Special good. shout out to all of our friends and fans on Twitter. Uh, we've got a lot of love on Twitter lately, so if you haven't followed us yet, please do. And we live tweet along with Joe Bob when he's back in whenever season three starts. We just did the There will be a Halloween special, I heard today. Oh. They announced today. There's going to be a Halloween Joe Bob special, so we always live tweet that. So check us out. Come love us. Share the hair, the, the hairy, share the, the horror, hairy. nerdy the fun, <laughs> the nerdy horror fun. Share the hair. And we will see you guys next share week. The hair. That, that, should be a, that should be a werewolf episode. Share the share hair. Share the hair. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.